0: Hi there! Hey, here we are, live in the FIS recording studio. Yes, the first episode of the Fizzcast. This is exciting. I know it's it's strange. It's the first episode. It feels like we've been doing it for about six months already. We've been practicing so long. (laughs) Oh, we wrote so many scripts and we've been practicing, doing yoga. Right? I actually did yoga two days ago, and I still hurt from it. Yoga is much harder than people think. It's way harder. I played football yesterday with Adidas and
1: Puma people, and okay. uh, and they were nowhere near as um, impressively fit and balanced as the people that I did mm. yoga with on Monday. Mm. So what's Mr. Chambers, what's new with you? What's going on? Um, aside from my new love found of yoga, um, <laughs> we've got some NYP reset, um, grades Ooh. coming out next week. Um, we've got personal project deadlines upcoming. So lots of very keen and excited students and parents with regards to that. Um, We've got a ski trip?: Yes, next
0: year, which I'm next week, which I'm not invited on. Oh no. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the ski trip. I wasn't able to go on the grade nine ski trip because Miss Allen, who teaches in grade one, uh she's also my wife, full disclosure. She broke her foot, so oh, I dear. couldn't go with my advisory group.: Is she better now? I haven't seen her hobbling around. She's still hobbling, but she's yeah, she's around. But uh, yeah, I'm going to the grade eleven. should be fantastic i might uh I might need some yoga tips. Maybe we could have Just, a segment accession. Maybe we could like Zoom, do like a Zoom yeah, I yoga. Yeah, could do that, yeah. That'd be great. Warrior pose in skis. That would be fantastic. So we're not alone here. We, we're not. We have a couple guests. Right. We have a couple great 12s. Busy doing yoga in the corner. Fresh <laughs> off the Berlin trip, which is exciting. We're going to hear about that in a second. So we have Magdalena, who's here, and we have Selena. How are you guys doing?
2: All right. Yeah, are hanging good. in there.
1: <laughs> okay. <That's laughs> I think they were wow. a little nervous of being in front of a microphone,
0: or, or they were tired from their their adventures in Berlin. Tell us, tell us about Berlin. What was that? What was the highlight of learning and ex- cultural experience of going to Berlin?
3: There were a lot of highlights, but I think for me, my favorite one was the tour through the escape tunnels.
2: Yeah, totally a whole new experience for me. I mean, it was so much culture at once, and as a German, I should have known more than. I did when I initially came but um yeah we had a lot of new experiences like I went to my first orchestra there that was really cool but yeah something people should look forward to
1: What what did you what would you say I'm just going to pick up on something you said what would you like to have known more about when you got there
2: The German history I mean oh. it's Berlin it was very heavy on like learning about the war there and the Nazi history mm-hmm. and it was, yeah, a lot of, not even details, but like parts that I was not aware of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- did you take history in grade nine and 10?
2: Nope. Geography. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know what? And this is something that um, I was talking to uh, some of our teachers about is, do we do enough of that um, within our learning? Do we do enough of local history, um, national history? Well, I suppose it's global when you talk about the First and Second World War, but do we do enough of that, do you think, in six, seven, eight, nine?
2: I mean, we've been talking about it among students for a while, too, because it is an international school and you can't talk about all the history. But given that we are in Germany and Mm -hmm. they played such a huge role in even the recent last 50 years, I don't think we do. Mm -hmm. Like, it could be that in German classes, not even history classes, but in German classes, I think it should be talked about a little more.
0: That's great. Cool. Cool. So uh, we also want to talk about something that's pretty interesting, because we have had these mock exams. You guys were sitting exams, and we're nearing the end of semester one. And uh, Mr. Chambers and I were, we were just talking off air, you know, what kind of strategies do students use to memorize and to prepare for their exams? So we got a couple of good students here. Why don't we ask them, Mr. Chambers, how do you guys prepare for your exams?
3: I mean, there are a few different. I guess you call them study techniques. I mean, everybody's a different kind of learner, but what works for me is actually making flashcards and writing summaries. Um, like the writing process is already helping me to memorize the information. And then once you have the cards, I think you call that like active recall when you use them. And that's just something that works for me because I'm constantly kind of repeating mm-hmm. things and then it just sticks with me.
1: Where do you put those flashcards? You don't like put them everywhere in your room?
3: <laughs> they're yeah they're kind of everywhere in every bag but also like walking around and stuff i don't know in school if you have a free period or so you're i don't know waiting for your friends mm-hmm. i just get them out of my bag and sit there and then, and then go through them
1: do you, do you make them like physically do you actually write it down
3: yeah or, or i do it's no, it's no okay. physically with paper mm-hmm. and pen because i don't know i i need that for me the okay. process of writing yeah. them
0: down right i oh, don't know Flashcards,
2: just- not at all for me. I tried that and it does not work. It's just, it doesn't stick with me. I need to do like actual worksheets or like have to use the knowledge, not just know it, but actually know how to understand and apply it. So I have to find every single worksheet I can find on the internet and any textbook textbook exercises and I have to do those. Or I like, I go and explain it to other people. I, I will sit down in the kitchen with my mom and start telling her all about photosynthesis or the hydrolysis of anything and then he, after I do that she actually asks me questions like explain it and then when I can't that's when I find my holes like I need to study that
1: so for you it's more about having that verbal conversation
2: yeah because yeah I don't know when I have to actually say it out loud and explain it with other people it's just
1: um do you think, I mean, just talking about memorizing, because as an MYP teacher or as an MYP coordinator, I'm like, oh, no, you shouldn't be memorizing anything. But I think in the DP, you kind of have to, right? W- yeah. Would you say that that's something different um, in the DP than it was maybe in the MYP?
2: To me, yeah. I mean, mm. in MYP, it was still easier for me to understand and grasp the concepts. But in DP, it gets to a much bigger scale. And then it's just, you know, memorize it and just trust that that's the information and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a lot about under
3: or memorizing the basic concept of some things or of different topics. And then based on the being familiar with the concept is being able to make connections between things because mm-hmm. it's impossible to memorize all.
1: Right. Right. And I think that that's what sometimes teachers, I'm sorry, uh, students get really stressed out about it. It's like oh, I've got to cram all of this information. Mm-hmm. In. But I think it's that transfer, that ability to mm-hmm. be able to make connections to the concepts. Um, So it's interesting that there's still an amount of like, Memory recall that you need to do
0: even for the concepts. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's excellent that you've demonstrated techniques and strategies that would uh, allow for long term memory memorization. Where where Mr. Chambers, you mentioned cramming, cramming. You know, the night before, or the day before, a couple days before, where you just do the short term memory and then you lose it all. Your brain basically dumps all that information. So we've got these these grade twelve students here who obviously have very well developed ATLS. What strategies? Would you recommend for our grade 10 students who are in their big exam year so that they can avoid procrastination, the big P word?
2: I mean, studying for mocks already now, procrastination was definitely a big problem for me. <laughs> for me, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, it's it for me, too. It doesn't go away. <laughs> like, it's just coming up to these big exams and having to know so much. And it it will all be asked at once. So it's just I don't know where to start, and that scares me. And then it just seems too big of to t- a project to take on. And I was actually talking with my sister last night because she was overwhelmed with it as well. And what has started working for me is just I take it in baby steps. So start, like, on a smaller scale, just do rougher outlines of stuff or and then give yourself time in between, and then you – keep working on it in smaller steps because otherwise it's just too much. I mean, I guessing adding on to what you said,
3: my advice would be to kind of fit the start, sit down and make a list of things that you need to know or things you need to look at and then break each of those things down into baby steps because otherwise you're going to sit there, you see that big task and then you're afraid of it. And then you start the whole procrastination process, but with more smaller steps that you can do one at a time, I feel like that procrastination then yeah. decreases a little
2: bit, I guess you could say. But Also, actually, having someone that holds me accountable for doing stuff. <laughs> so I will, and knowing that I'm going to regret it later, I will go to my parents and be like, I have to do this. And then... They, <laughs> so you, you tell on yourself I, beforehand. I tell on <laughs> myself while I still have the courage to. And then they'll uh, follow up like a day later, like, have you? And then they'll stress me and I have to do it. That's,
0: but that's excellent. That's like... That's really good to have that already. That self awareness that you need that, and then to follow through yeah. with that. Yeah, Mr. Chambers, what were your uh study habits like? Memorizing and preparing for exams.
1: Um, I,
0: I was a kind of flashcards person, to be honest. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. I did a lot of kind of.
1: He would put them on weird little shapes and cut out little lob Yeah, and then they kind of make puzzles. I, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I used to kind That's of excellent. Write them on a big piece of A three and then like cut them out and then I'd piece them back together again. Wow. Yeah. So I did that's what I did. And then also but music helped me. Um, mm. I was gonna ask this question earlier. But for me, um I had to have certain types of music playing while I was studying. Um and if I didn't have, you know, sort of what yeah, especially what you define as now like lo fi, kind of super chill mm. stuff, like unless that was going on in the background, um my brain didn't engage. And and that was kind of a bit of a random thing to find out. And so I got to GCSEs when I was 15, 16, to be able to realize that I actually
0: needed a, an audio input um, hmm. in order to study better. Interesting. Interesting, because there's somebody sitting here that did their extended essay on academic and physical performance. Really? Based on frequency, listening to frequency. Magdalena, would you like to speak to that? Just, just tell us what your findings from your extended essay were.
2: Um, I looked at the frequency of modern pop, and just classical music and no frequency, and how it would impact a person's physical performance in uh, athletics. And uh, the 440 hertz frequency mm-hmm. of modern pop was actually shown to have the greatest impact, the most positive impact on their performance. So they performed better when I gave them headphones and they just listened to that.
1: Well, that's interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, very interesting. I wonder what the frequency or the, the beat rate would be for like studying. Because I can totally un- uh, imagine me needing a higher beat rate in order to be able to do some physical activity. Mm. But I needed like mm-hmm. a very low beat rate, um, sort of hip hop very kind of slow in order to be able to... It could function. be your next study. Yeah. I
2: mean, th- there's a lot of studies on music and academic performance already. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Perhaps mm. you can share those with me later. I'd be very interested. Or <laughs> ideally, actually, we can... We can have
0: some links. Oh, we could link Magdalena's extended essay. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> wow. If you, need, if you need help sleeping tonight, please read. No, no. It's very interesting, actually. Extremely, extremely interesting paper.
1: Yeah. Okay. We can link. We'll li- link in the e, and we'll link in some other. Uh, S- some research on the research. top. Research. Yeah. I'd be super interested in that. Nice. All right. I think we're done yeah. for this session. Um, I could go on for hours. Um, and we, our guests are fantastic. In fact, I'm already worried for our jobs.
0: I know they were so good you guys when we were we were just chatting before and you were in Berlin and and what was the thing you wanted to do like you really wanted to go and do
3: oh I wanted to go to an ice hockey game
0: yes (laughs) now we're talking
3: but we had the tickets for the orchestra first so
0: what's your favorite part of ice hockey Selena
3: when they come into the stadium (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry But like the I'm sorry What do you mean But so, when the lights go out And okay. then the music And yeah. every player is like introduced And
0: The, the hype I, Yeah And then like they start playing everybody And you just, just You just go Oh this is boring Let's go The
3: excitement should, that's there before. We should have
1: done that At the beginning oh. of the show we should, That's how we should have introduced it
0: <laughs> oh, Yes Well maybe for our next guest We can okay. do that We'll do that
1: Alright guys Well thanks so much again For being here um, You played a song At the beginning of the show What was that? And why I, was it relevant?
3: Um, The song is part of the introduction to a German TV series called Turkish Anfänger, and that was filmed in Berlin. And we've recently been to Berlin with our grade, and so that tri- uh, song kind of reminds us of the trip. And yeah.
1: okay, um, and you've chosen something to play us out as well. What's that?
2: I mean, that was a group effort. We talked That's with nice. the teachers that organized it as well, and it's just. Miss Steinberg's in- inspiration for the Berlin Triple. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, that was her inspiration or did something happen in relation to the song No. No. Just a bit of, well, you I tell mean, us, what, who is it?
2: I mean, the lyric, the important lyric is first we take Manhattan and then we take Berlin. And just when you, we arrived as a grade, it's just, it's us taking over the city.
1: Great. Like well, thanks again for being here, guys.
2: Guided by a signal in the
3: heavens. Guided, I'm
2: guided, guided by this
3: earth mark on my skin. I'm guided, by... I'm guided